Hey, After Buzzers, before we move on to your next topic, we just want to say thanks to our sponsor, Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. Plus, there are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Also, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. Plus, you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership, and it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to Anchor FM to get started. Into the online broadcast network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries, and your number one source for after-show entertainment. AfterBuzz TV, the destination for TV superfans, producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Hello, everybody! <laughs> Welcome to another edition of the Survivor After Show here on AfterBuzz TV. My name is Nando Velasquez, and you can find me on Twitter at NandoVel, N-A-N-D-O-V-E-L. And across from me is Mr. James Wellington. Hello, everybody, and I can see you brought the popcorn tonight, yes. Nando. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> we had to bring to that popcorn. Yeah. And you can find James at... Well, you can find me on Twitter at James Wallington and on Instagram at James.Wallington. Awesome. And you can, uh, actually, if you're catching us live right now on YouTube or streaming live on YouTube, you can join the conversation and join the chat room in there. Also, you can tweet at us with the hashtag ABTVSurvivor and just continue on the conversation, everybody. Uh, oh, my God. Huge episode. Huge. I, I, you know what? I'm gonna go on record and say I think this is the best episode ever. I have to eat popcorn. I, I, well, definitely of the season. Absolutely. Definitely for the season. One of the top episodes of all time. One of the top episodes of all time. Yeah. Oh my God. Let's just get into it because there is so much here. I'm afraid of missing any of it. (laughs) I mean, I mean, the first revelation, we'll just scoot past this, is that Mike overhears the four person alliance with Rod, that Rodney has set up. Which for a while you and I talked about it didn't, it didn't look, you know what I mean? They didn't edit it to make it seem like he really overheard them. So I was, we were a little confused. There, was no, like, there no, was no spy shack. There was no spy shack. Nothing going on. We just kind of saw a shot of him. We had to rewind it to see. But I, I guess that was just a production issue. Threw me for a loop. Yeah, a little loop. But, you know, I mean, we're just obviously, we want to look at every little clue and every little nuance. So I think I think that affected us in, in that way. Of course. But let's just go straight into Trader Jeff. It's Survivor <laughs> auction time. Hashtag Trader Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. So, uh, a Lots of new stuff going on uh, with the Survivor auction. Uh, first of all, uh, we see the first the first item up for uh, bid was a blind item, and <laughs> you know I would say usually I would I would think the first item is safe. I, I would say majority of time the blind item, the first one that comes up, is usually something good. It's like a small like maybe a cookie with a glass of milk. Yeah, yeah. yeah they're starting small. They don't want they want you to risk a little <laughs> bit and then and not lose right away. Uh, and Will and Jen go at it. I'm surprised Jen didn't vote go for more. Uh, than a hundred bucks, but I'm kind of relieved she didn't. I'm kind of relieved she. Although, yeah, if she if she did, a lot of things probably wouldn't have happened the way they did. <laughs> exactly. Uh, Will ends up getting the hundred. I was so happy to see Will get sent home. <laughs> I I was kind of like, oh, this is hysterical. Like, yeah. this being a new little 
twist to the auction. Yeah. Of course it's Will. Bye. <laughs> Leave the challenge. I actually did not miss Will for the rest of the auction <laughs> at all. Sorry, Will. But uh, Will gets sent home, uh, sent back to camp, and uh, cannot partake in the rest of the auction, so sucks for him. Uh, he definitely was looking forward to some food. And, uh, you know, we see, uh, you know, the one shot that I see, first of all, Shireen spends 300 bucks for some fried chicken and waffles. Yes. Which she, that was her first bid. I, I would think for a super fan, I was a little surprised that she, A, that she bid that high right, right. away. That's the same thing I said in my notes is that I was a little shocked, mm-hmm. you know, because we've seen over the last few episodes or very, since the very beginning, streaming, I'm a huge fan of this game. It's all about numbers. It's all about this. It's all about that. This is what's happened on a previous season. And I'm thinking, okay, you know, you're not at the top of the pack. You're kind of at the bottom of the totem pole. You're really going to bid $300 for chicken and waffles. Although they did look delicious, but I feel like a super fan would definitely hold out. Especially one who seems to be in the minority. Yeah. She definitely has... She knows the numbers aren't uh, with her. According to Dan, she doesn't know math. (laughs) And uh, she knows that the numbers aren't on her side. And I would have thought she would have held out. Especially because, come on, it's a classic... It's an awesome move to do as a super fan to be in a very tense moment. I would think so. But I guess her willpower couldn't last. But the other thing that I thought was very surprising, so she bids 300 on chicken and waffles, and then she just <laughs> blurts out, Miss Superfan blurts out, well, I could have gone for the hidden advantage, but I don't want to go for the advantage. Uh, I mean, there's enough people... Uh, you know, sitting down in there that knew about the advantage anyway, but I would just think, why do you want to, like, alert the rest of the tribe to the challenge? Especially like if- she's so eager to be a super fan and so eager to be playing that sometimes she really does not think through what she's saying. I, yeah, I don't think that was the <laughs> smartest move. I don't know if it really affected anything. Perhaps maybe she knew going in already that Mike and uh, Sierra, uh, no, it wasn't Sierra, Mike, Mama C, and Dan were going to, you know, fight for the immunity, uh, for the advantage, excuse me, for the advantage. Uh, so maybe she knew that going in, but I still thought it was a really weird thing to blurt out. Right. But, I agree. you know, it's, it's Shireen. Sometimes she surprises us. We, we, we don't know what to expect. So uh, this gives an opportunity for everybody else who doesn't care about the advantage, like Jen, to uh, get food at a pretty ridiculous price. It they seems like she got a really good uh, fishbowl margarita. I, it looked like, uh, yeah, definitely some alcoholic uh, beverage. And I'm sure she really enjoyed that. I would have thought that she would have held out for something a little more, uh, well, you know, she can't eat meat. So I guess a drink is a safe thing, especially yeah. for blind items. Of course. That would suck if she had a... Uh, got the steak that Rodney ended up getting, for example. Um, but yeah, even Rodney gets to eat. He gets some protein, so you know he's happy. And uh, so, all right, very interesting dilemma here. First of all, we see the notes from home. Jeff pulls those out before he pulls the advantage. And of course, Shireen, jumping the gun here, she goes, all right, just one person bid. And then usually in past seasons, Jeff will say, all right, everyone who matches this will walk away with the loved one's letter. And of course, Sierra First one, I'll bid it for $20. I'm surprised Shireen didn't just bid it for... Well, I guess she wanted to tell people first, but she, I would I would have assumed she would have bid for 20 and then sure. see everyone else, but she wanted somebody else to do it, especially since she already ate food for 300 Yeah. But that's okay. That's all right. I don't mind that too much. Anyway, hold on one sec. So, uh, yeah, so first of all, very smart move on Shireen, and really nice of her to tell the rest of her tribates uh, how to play this game, because Jeff has this big smile on his face and says, anyone else can buy for $20. So now we have a dilemma. We have a dilemma with three people, two who are in the same alliance, the blue alliance, which mm-hmm. is Dan and Mike, who uh, can all go in for 20 bucks. so at least the three who want the advantage can be even at $480, and they all agree to go. And 
Dan wants Mike to go in front of him because Dan, for some reason, doesn't trust Mike already. So I don't know what that's about. You know, right off the gate, he doesn't trust Mike already, even though Dan really wants his wife's uh, his wife's letter. And uh, because <laughs> I was joking when we saw the show, because his wife's the only woman that understands him at this point. <laughs> I mean, but I mean that's the truth. The truth hurts. <laughs> yeah, but uh, but yeah, but we see um, Mike totally. Do a double take after everyone else pays for the 20. I really thought for he was going to stick to his guns and not do it. And at, at the, when it happened, I was like, okay, Mike, you're making me not like you. Just do it. Make it even. And then for a second when he went back, I was like, okay, now he really just screwed himself over. You're better off just sticking to your decision. But to even show that you even considered it yeah. and then go back for it, it's like, oh, gosh. Mike, you should have thought that one clue well, a little bit. yeah, he waffled a little bit. You know, you, yeah. you, you take one side or you take the other, but if, you, you're, if you're in your middle and you're waffling, nobody trusts you. Uh, so. and, and he did quote Dan tonight, flippers never win. So Mike flipped in the auction. <laughs> he flipped in the <laughs> almost auction. Almost flipped in the auction. Well, he, well as far as we're he concerned, he flipped back. He, he did a flip. He did a double flip. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he flipped in the auction. What, you know, if you were in that position with Mike. Yeah. Or, or, or in any position where you had an opportunity to possibly get uh, an advantage by getting everyone else to spend money on the notes from home, would you? It's such a tough call because we're not there to really know what's going on. We only see the edit. But I would have definitely kept it safe. I would have played it safe and did the 480 um, just to appease everyone to know mm-hmm. that, okay, I already know that I'm a target. Why make myself a target even more? Especially when you haven't had the chance to sit down with your alliance and say, hey, you guys, just so you know, I overheard Rodney in the bushes this morning saying that he wants to target me with Tyler, Mama C, and Will. So I'm not going to spend this money, but I'm going to manipulate in this situation right now that I'm going to mm-hmm. just so Mama C doesn't get the advantage. So he kind of, I don't know, I feel like he shot himself in the foot a little bit with that decision. No, I absolutely agree. I think he, he totally, absolutely shot himself in the foot. I don't know if I would have done the same thing, too. I, obviously, Mike's dealing with a little bit of paranoia. A few people said that already. A lot of paranoia. A lot of paranoia. So, obviously, he's a little bit nervous right then and there. And, uh, you know, he, now he's got Dan, who doesn't officially trust him. Uh, I do think that, you know, I know you said something when Mike said, well, my conscience wouldn't agree with me. I do think that Mike is a, I, I don't know if it's Catholic guilt, it's definitely some kind of religious guilt that he's dealing with uh, <laughs> It made him want to go back i think he ultimately is a good guy he just uh his paranoia at least knowing that you know he knows about this four personal lines got the best of him at that moment i agree uh so we see that then we see uh we see the advantage come out we see the three obviously who are holding out for 480 uh choose rocks and I know you were disappointed. I was, a I was disappointed so too. disappointed. I was like, anyone but Dan. Please, anybody but Dan. That's the last thing he needs is an advantage because he's not a smart player. And you know, whatever the advantage is, he's not going to be smart about it. Yeah. So well, we'll see about that. We will see about he that. He gets the advantage. So uh, do they ever say the the real name of it tonight? Because I know that there was like news that was released about being called the Medallion of Power, but I don't remember ever a mention of it. Tonight I didn't hear. I didn't hear a name, but yeah, it was for those of you who do. Uh, you know who do read the internet <laughs> when they did release it on EW. I don't know if you read it anyplace else. I'm sure it came out after after Dalton Ross's uh, conversation. I think with Jeff that's Probst. when I saw. Yeah, that's when you saw. Yeah, so that's where they they mentioned the twist. I think two days ago, and uh, yeah, I think it's a huge twist. What do you what do you make of this twist? I I I love it. Uh, Dalton Ross, I think when he was talking to Jeff Probst, said they said they had this on the drawing board like for they a while. Shot it around for a while. Yeah. yeah. 
I love it just because it does throw a new element into the game, especially because Survivor has been around for 30 seasons. It's about time we see a few more changes made to the game and keep them on their toes. So as a fan, I love it. It's definitely a game changer. I just wish that it would have fallen into the right hands, uh, a.k.a. a minority Alliance member or Shireen, Mike or Jen, but that didn't happen. Yeah. So. <laughs> I, I, of course, you know, you want to root for that, and especially Mike, the way he's playing. He was the one that I wanted to see get it out of those three, mm-hmm. even with his little waffle move. <sighs> uh, not a chicken and waffle, just his own waffle. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but, uh, but anyway, everyone has a note from home pretty much, except for Will, we find out later, a little bit later. Uh, and everyone, for the most part, with the exception of Dan and Carolyn and Mike, have food in their bellies. So, yes. so Oh, it's a pretty happy auction, uh, nonetheless. And I think Mike, at that moment, at least, at least if he doesn't have it, it's better that Dan has it than Carolyn, because he's not, Dan is not one of those four. Right. So we take a look at Will. <laughs> and Will's all, obviously all sad, and you know, he was looking forward to some looking food. Looking down at the sand, walking to camp, yeah, all defeated. Looking forward to some food. <laughs> and he gets a clue. And at this moment, I actually thought that that clue was the two-person uh, vote. I thought that would have been a really ingenious way of doing that uh, advantage. Yes, and then we thought it might have been a hidden immunity idol clue. Mm-hmm. Something different, you know, another idol thrown into the camp. But lo and behold, that is not the case. Yes. He gets a map. To lead him down the beach, and it says, "Go where the X is and dig." Mm. Yeah, and he finds a personal stash of personal food, stash of food, including beef jerky. I saw electrolytes. I guess it was electrolyte powder that you mix in with the water that they boil. Yep. Uh, you know, maybe you make some smoothies later on. I don't know. It's like <laughs> with with uh, you know, with what they got. I don't know. But he had some good stuff. And he, had he had great. I mean, I love the beef jerky because it kind of reminded me of way back in the day. You know, super fan nerd here. Yeah, season two when. Uh, Cal got accused of smuggling beef jerky into the outback with the other tribe members. So I thought that was hysterical that there was beef jerky in there. (laughs) The electrolyte powder is huge. And just from my experience of competing on a survival-like reality show, you don't realize how important electrolytes and staying hydrated are to your health and your mental Mm well-being. So that's huge. I... Personally, if I was in the game and I had got gotten that in my little secret stash, I don't know if that's something I would share with the rest of the tribe. I think I would have just done one container and then kept the rest to myself. Or no. uh, you kind of like what we saw with Will. He yeah. showed them everything and they thought there was more. Yeah. So I I think I would have kept it to myself. No one else had to know about it. Mm. I uh, that's a tough one for me too. Will Will wanted to. I don't know why Will wanted to gain favor with everyone else. I mean, I guess he wasn't realizing that everyone was eating at the Survivor yeah. auction, but him. So this was his food, and 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 based on what the note said and what we saw, this was food that was going to last him the rest of his time there. So uh, unless Will's really hungry, and he just wants to binge <laughs> while they're all gone. Uh, I think it was probably would have been smart to keep it. Yes, because everyone else, as far as he knows, is eating. Mm-hmm. So that didn't make sense. Plus, he's got his four-person alliance already, but he wa- he wants to gain favor with everybody. Which I he suppose. said. But honestly, let's be real. Brownie he's points. one of the few people in the game that I think has a shot at winning. Him and Dan are definite no's. And every time they talk about winning or winning favor or making a million-dollar decision, like we heard Dan say tonight, I was like, "You have no million-dollar shot. Yeah, you're not going to win this game. You don't have the social game unlocked. Neither of you do." Well, Will might understand that he's uh, that he's not going to win the game. And 
and that's why you wanted to gain some favor. That, that's what favorite. I would assume. Maybe one vote if he ever were to make it to the final travel, which I doubt will see happen. <laughs> his own vote. His own vote if he could vote for himself. <laughs> or if he has a two, if he ended up having a two person vote, he could vote for himself. Yeah, right. Uh, maybe once or something. I wonder what would happen if you could do that. Um, anyway, uh, hey, quick shout out, by the way. I just finally got on YouTube. Yeah, there's uh, a the few chat room. People in our right? chat room right now. Jesse Powell 101, Chameleon 77777. Chameleon 77777 is actually a friend of mine that I've known for a while in the Survivor fan online and her name's Heather so big shout out to her and thanks for tuning in we appreciate it oh cool and definitely Jesse Powell for the sweet compliment about me being adorable (laughs) (laughs) I see that well just a quick shout out and you guys can join us uh, on the chat room and talk to our other after buzz watchers uh, right now if you want Uh, anyway so let's continue talking about uh, Will so Will Gives a stash away. Yes. And, well, look, we, we saw this uh, in week one with the opening dilemma. Uh, I think it was uh, Blue Tribe when uh, when Dan and Mike shared the food yep. instead of going for the deceive. <laughs> and Sierra and Lindsay did not believe that that was everything. So we saw that already. And maybe because Mike was already kind of accused, Mike and Dan were accused of that, Mike accuses Will. Mike and Shireen and, uh, I guess, Jen kind of say, well, I don't think Will sharing everything. Well, it's also the nature of the game. I think at that point when you are at the Survivor auction mm-hmm. and you get kicked out of the game and then you show your note about having a secret stash, I think everyone's going to just assume that there's more. Like, what? There's got to be more to this, yeah. you know? So... I think everyone's assumption in that moment was warranted. I probably would have felt the same way had I been on the other end of that. So, but it does. It's funny how you can bring it back to the first episode about yeah. Mike and Dan, especially because it's the game of Survivor. You never know fully if people what they're telling you is at face value. So, but I find that interesting, especially since Mike and Dan were honest with uh, their opening dilemma, and that Mike was kind of the ones that was saying, "I think Will's hiding something." Right. But I guess that also shows Will's nature. And again, to to, to make that point, Will is not. I don't think people trust Will. Will, there's just something about Will that he doesn't come off as authentic to me. It's like it's, and even that, I just, I can't form. I didn't have an opinion on Will until tonight. All I thought about Will was he's just a filler. He's a waste of space yeah. on the show because we haven't really got to he's see much fish. of him. He's a dead fish. Yeah, I mean, we saw him slide down the slide in last week's immunity challenge or reward, and that was very fitting. Yeah. So <laughs> for me, Will is just, uh, yeah. Like he shouldn't be in the game. I yeah. just I'm I'm mad that he like people like Will are lasting over people like Haley and and Jen, Joe and, and Jen. Jen. Yeah, so absolutely. Uh, I would not have thought that Will would be the last uh, no caller standing, but we'll get we'll get to that in a minute. Uh, so yeah, we so Tyler, who's you know he's another one. Like I I really liked him at the beginning, but just the fact that uh, excuse I don't my know. language, but he's a little shitster. <laughs> let's be honest. He yeah. definitely stirs the pot. He but he does it so. Well, yeah. there's something about him where he'll be able to go to you and be like, this is what people are saying about you. Mm. And then walk away scot-free. And no one ever comes back. It doesn't come back it full circle back Tyler. To ever. Yeah. I mean, he, he's got it down on lock. His hands were clean, clean this episode, pretty much. Yes. And, uh, yeah, he goes tattles on uh, Will. And, you know, Will confronts Shireen. Shireen's the only <laughs> one around at this time, unfortunately, because uh, Jen and Mike disappear for who knows what reason. Uh, and you know what? I thought that Dan was really, really vile with the words that he was saying to Shireen. Will. 
No, no, Dan, a couple of weeks ago oh, was yeah. vile. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. When he was talking down to Shereen and just the way he it was, was talking so to women. and condescending, But yes. Will, well, congratulations. If you want to win the douche cup, you... Uh, you definitely want it. <laughs> yeah, you definitely want it this week. Holy crap, man. I mean, again, like I said, I just f- felt a little like it, he was a little inauthentic. And I think what happens when people get inauthentic and once, in, once they just... Something flips, and then you see the real them. And I, I, sorry, I really feel like that was mean. That was incredibly mean what he did, Shereen. Uh, it you was know. just low. It was trashy. It was disgustful. I just, if I didn't have an opinion on Will up till now, I definitely do. And that's, he's a douche. <laughs> yeah, I mean, oh my God. God don't light ugly, and I'm exposing ugly. And uh, I mean that in particular, I thought was awful. No one at home loves you. No one out there in the USA loves you. Well, you know what, Shireen? I am definitely a Shireen lover, and I love you. I, and you know I, what? I'm a big fan. Yeah, well, you, you, Shireen has grown on us every single week. Every so, single week, absolutely more and more. And uh, you know, it's a shame to see Will do that. Uh, and you know, I'm sure Will's probably eating his hat right now watching <laughs> this week's episode. Especially, I'm sure. I'm sure he's going to get a lot of comments about his. Uh, his comments at this moment and at tribal council. Um, yeah, no one really defends Shireen. I mean, uh, you know, there, there is probably some truth to what Will says in the sense that she's on the outside, you know, because of her quirkiness. Uh, people don't seem to bond with her that well. Mm-mm. So there is, you know, unfortunately, uh, probably some truth to right. what he's saying as far as that's concerned. I mean, as far as the loser comments and all that other stuff, I mean, that's, again, completely out of line and that's just him which Shireen even said it in the tribal council so beautifully and eloquently, yeah. like it went beyond just the game. He spent two minutes hounding me about something I apparently said, and then kept digging, kept digging to the point where it was just low and personal and beyond the game of Survivor. And by the way, how funny you you're offering up your food to everyone because you want to win brownie points, and then you do that. Yeah, you do that. <laughs> That much damage? Good one, Will. You're such a great player. I mean, look, so we have that. So we have Will, we have Will versus Shireen. And on the other hand, we also have some more popcorn. We have Mike versus Dan. And Mike goes off on Dan, uh, about flipping. Uh, I, I, I don't think this was a bad move, but, you know, way for Rod, I'm sorry, did I say Dan? Mike versus Rodney. Uh, and I don't think this was necessarily a bad move to expose the foursome, but Rodney really did a good job of playing it up because of the timing. It was, yeah, it wasn't a bad move, Mm -hmm. but like Sierra said in one of her little interviews that Mike has the worst timing ever. And I think if Mike had just gotten back to camp and pulled who he needed to aside privately, Here's what's going to happen. I'm going to address to the camp that Rodney is trying to turn everyone against me and get me out of tribal council. Yeah. Don't think anything of it other than I'm calling out this force and alliance and we need to jump ship to the other side. So, Mike, poor timing, buddy. You kind of put your foot yeah. in your mouth there. I don't know if it was, I mean, it was poor timing only because of the letters from home, but I, I don't know if the, I don't know if anyone would have played that game. I would say this was a smart move by Rodney to use that emotionally especially i know a lot of people are hit or miss with rodney and at first i thought that i wasn't going to be the biggest fan of his but he's growing on me even though he's an aggressive player and a little bit of an outspoken and impulsive human being he's great entertainment he's Mm -hmm. good television and he he kind of understands the game which i think people kind of underestimate he knows what he's doing and i don't think people are giving him enough credit or viewing him as much of a threat yeah no, I can agree with you. It's then. always going back to Mike. And I think in previous seasons or in the Game of Survivor period, those with big 
bodies or just like loud personalities and they're ripped tend to be seen as a threat first and foremost mm-hmm. over anyone else. But in this sense, Rodney really hasn't been seen as a threat, which is a surprise to me. I don't yeah. know if anyone else else out there would agree with me but i think rodney right now doesn't isn't perceived as a threat uh which is amazing because i think next to mike i think well he hasn't really played well in challenges but next to mike he seems to be the strongest guy there Mm -hmm. so uh he should be a threat but uh you know like i said so far we we haven't seen any bonding between the other three people in his alliance we know if if rodney's smart enough he'll he'll realize that tyler and and mama c are uh you know are a pair Mm -hmm. in his four-person alliance and he feel he feels comfortable at will, but I think he he he's going to be safe for a while if they can't you know if if Mike can't upset the cart. I agree. But uh, but yeah, lots of activity here between uh, Rodney and Mike calling Rodney a flipper. I mean Rodney at least in the, in the confession, like he's absolutely right. But I'm going to play it up, and he plays on on Dan's heartstrings, which was perfect. Yeah. <laughs> so let me ask, before we move on, let me just ask a quick question. So what do you think of the letters from home? We didn't get to hear too much other than than really uh, Dan's wife. I suppose was a big big moment for him because of the wedding anniversary on day two. But did Shireen say her boyfriend drew her pictures? Or she got pictures. She got something. I thought. Her, I thought. I read on the subtitles. We saw it with subtitles that Shireen said my boyfriend drew me pictures. Maybe the subtitles are always. Sometimes the subtitles throw me off because it's not actually what they're saying. Yeah. It's just what the TV thinks they're saying. And then Jen got pictures of cats. They sent me pictures of my animals. That's a very no collar type thing to do. Uh, I believe Sierra got something from her dad. Uh, and, uh, yeah, I mean, it was touching. It wasn't, it wasn't, I mean, this was such an action packed episode. I don't think they needed to really touch on people missing anybody. Except for Will. Oh, gosh. I just, the whole, I'm a huge fan. I'm a big sap when it comes to these moments on any sort of reality show. It's a big moment. Just because you see the emotional raw side of them. Mm Because in the game, they're players. But in the real world, they're real people. Yeah. So, it just shows the real side to them. Because as viewers, we kind of forget... We just think that they're players playing this game just for our entertainment, but they're really human beings too, you know? Yeah. So no, I'm, I'm a sap. I'm a sap for it too. <laughs> and, and, uh, you know, we get to see, you know, I get to enjoy that. I, I'm kind of hoping almost that it would be nice if CBS put some extra footage on the notes from home, maybe the latest scene in EW, cause it would be nice to see some more reactions. Um, you know, for a moment, Dan, I mean, Dan seems a little more, hu- especially because of Will, Dan mm-hmm. seems a little more human this episode because of, uh, because of his letter from home and, and his speech at Tribal Council, which we'll get into, I think was interesting too. Um, but we go to Tribal, we go to a immunity challenge and Will tells Jeff he's not having a good time. Wait, you know. Dan actually opened, uh, Dan opened oh, up yeah. the medallion of power after Rodney had left. That's right. And when he opened it, he found out that he bought himself an extra vote at a tribal council, yes. which is huge. Yeah. It's game changer. Again, I'm upset that Dan even has it because he's not the player I would like to see use it. Just because he can, he's proven to be not the smartest player, although he likes to think that he is. So, all right. So let me ask you this. So, uh, you're Dan. Okay. <laughs> How do you think you would play the two person, the two vote thing? Oh gosh, it honestly depends. I would obviously not do it right away because if you're in a middle position, mm-hmm. Why? Why Why use it right away? Yeah. So hopefully he'll play at the right point where he might be at the bottom or he's not being seen as a threat. And then he'll go to the minority and be like, hey, I have an extra vote. Yeah. 
So we'll see how it plays out. The way Jeff Probst uh, described it on EW with Dalton Ross is you can vote twice for the same person. You can vote twice for different alliances and just even it, even it out. Oh you God. can vote. Yeah, you That's can why I wish to- Jen would have ended up with it because you know Jen's the type of person that's just like, I don't like anybody. I'm just going to do this and do that and cause chaos. Yeah, Jen, Jen would have definitely caused chaos. Uh, yeah, so very, very interesting. So let's talk about immunity challenge. Let's talk about, let's talk about Will and Shireen again. So look, Will is willing to drop out of the immunity challenge <laughs> just to get his note. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, this interests me because you never know what, you never know what to expect from Jeff. Nope. Because obviously, uh, this is a negotiation at this point. Will is negotiating his notes by dropping out. He's giving and he was Jeff something. emotional too, like before he could even open his mouth. Yeah. I thought he was going to quit or something because mm-hmm. at first he's like, how's everyone holding up in this game? And he goes, Jeff, not good. Not good. Because <laughs> I just went off on Shireen and embarrassed That's I thought, myself I thought in front of America. I thought he was going to apologize or have this moment of, wow, I'm kind of an asshole. So yeah. I need to apologize and let people know that I had a weak moment because, A, I didn't get my letters from home, which really means the world to me. My mm-hmm. family is everything. And, B, I'm deprived of everything out here just like we all are, and I'm just losing it. Yeah. If you would have taken a moment to just be self-aware, mm-hmm. maybe Shireen would have made a different decision. But the fact that he was just like, I just need my, my letter from home and had no sort of remorse towards Shireen at all. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah, so I, I loved what Jeff did. I don't know if Jeff knew this was going to happen, but this was brilliant uh, timing. You know, Jeff said that as long as everyone else in the tribe agreed that Will could step off the immunity challenge, he would get his note from home. Mm-hmm. And in a big dramatic moment... It was like a long pause. And for a second, here's where... I'm so conflicted because part of me is like, okay, do you turn the other cheek in the situation and show a little bit of compassion? Yeah. Do you say, hey, you know what? You made a mistake, but I'm going to forgive mm-hmm. and say, have your letters from home and just be the bigger person. Yeah. Or do you say, this is where karma's a bitch and I'm going to raise my hand so you don't get the letters from home because you don't treat people like that. I loved what Shireen did. I think I would have raised my hand too. And been like, sorry about it. And she'd made a good point, you know, in the spirit of the game. He bought himself out of the auction. He shouldn't get his, he shouldn't get the item. Yeah. He wasn't there for it. But we know that wasn't, that was the diplomatic answer. Right. (laughs) But I, I thought it was a way for Shireen to just really be like, now who's in control? I loved it. That was such a great moment. It was a nice F you. Um, (laughs) yeah, I think, uh, you know, that's a tough one. You know, I think, uh, if you want to play the game, you want to play smart and you just got, you know, if anything, to get sympathy. You know, and to see, like, seem like the innocent victim here, she could have just allowed, uh, Will to get the note, not get immunity. And also, hey, come on, let's face it, he just, he just browbeat you in front of a bunch of people. You know, maybe after the immunity challenge, if Will doesn't win, since Will's not playing, he's not gonna win it. Right. Maybe you can convince some people, you can pull on their heartstrings and get Will voted out. There's <laughs> always that possibility. Which I was really, we'll get to, we'll that's get to what that. I was kind of hoping. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's always a possibility too. But, you know, again, I, I have to admit, I thought it was a very proud moment to see Shireen stand up for herself and do that. I loved it. And I loved her reason. I mean, it was a very diplomatic reason. I loved it. And, uh, of course, Will's like, I expected it. Well, of course you should expect it. You just freaking, you know, totally called her a loser, called her all these names. You should expect some kind of retribution. Mm-hmm. You're just lucky it didn't happen in Tribal Council. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, anyway, so let's move on to the immunity challenge. This was a nice one. This seemed very... I, I, have you seen this one before? or mm-hmm. any? I, I mean, I've seen aspects of this challenge, like the elements that were there, like yeah. the balancing being, and then the... 
the, 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 the tongs. The tongs, I guess. Those are giant tongs. Grabbing the ball, because you've seen where they've had to, you know, take one thing and drop it and yeah. then, like, keep doing it and keep doing it. So, it was a nice little mixture of everything. It takes focus, balance, and speed. Yeah. And, Agility. uh, and Will was the first one out of the gate <laughs> to grab the ball. So for a second, I'm like, oh no, we actually got Will playing the game now. He's actually mad, but he dropped the ball right away. And, uh, and from then on, it was pretty much, uh, a route by, it was between Mike and Tyler, but yeah. Mike pretty much had the advantage and went I was all the relieved way. that Mike won. Yeah. I was relieved that Mike won. Uh, I, I was, you know, part of me, I told you in the commercial break, it would have been interesting if Mike didn't win because he probably would be forced to play his hidden immunity idol. And that's and, true. You know, the uh, votes probably would have changed, so that would have been interesting, but they probably had enough people to, to you know, get one of the three out, because we do see, uh, we do see, and, I, and we didn't bring this up before the immunity challenge, after the fighting uh, between Will and Shireen, uh, you know, we saw Mike bonding with Jen and Shireen, so we see that little cave. new, al- <laughs> in the cave, threesome in the cave, so we do see that alliance, and so we see, yeah, so here we go. We're going post uh, immunity challenge. Well, I loved in the challenge when Jen was like, "Yeah, Mike." No one Nobody else, else gets, gets too excited. excited. Nobody else gets <laughs> so good. Yeah, that was that was interesting, and to see Mike automatically hug Shireen. So the lines are drawn. Mm-hmm. The lines have pretty much been drawn, and uh, as they said in tribal, it's as Shireen said in tribal, it's not six against three, but it's four, four plus, plus two, two against three. So. Uh, well, let's let's just get a little bit into it before we get to, to tribal. I mean, we see Sierra's ninety nine percent flipped according to Mike. Dan is um Dan is the only possible person they think that can turn back to Mike's side. Mm-hmm. And very interesting to see very dramatic to see Mike and Dan going off forever and his four person alliance just worried about. I about thought that. Mike was so Great at his delivery with Dan. Mm-hmm. He hit, like, the important points of why you should vote with me and my alliance, why we need to stick together. I've been with you since the beginning. Blue strong. He had such a valid and strong argument that I, for a second, thought, oh, my gosh, this is really going to work. Dan is going to flip. The game's going to change. Mm-hmm. And Mama C is going to go home and not play her idol. Mm. That's what I would have loved to have seen. But going back to Sierra for a second, I just don't understand where her head's at. Like, what is she doing? What, who is she playing with? Is she yeah. even playing the game or is she just someone's vote? Because as far as I'm concerned, she's just a vote. I think she's playing not, she's not to not win. She's not a player. She's playing not to win at she's this point. She's playing not to win. And she's playing safe but not to win at that moment. Like you can play safe to win, but she's doing both of playing safe and playing not to win. Well, how interesting it is, is it actually for her to, and, and for Dan, for Dan to possibly end up siding with Shireen, who he totally badmouthed two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. And and Jen, who he obviously has no, you know, he, he doesn't really have any, um, you know, any love for, I think, any of the women there, any of the younger women there, at least, because he's seemed to badmouth all of them at some point. Oh, yeah. And, uh, yeah, and how interesting that um, Sierra also seems to be bonding with Rodney still, who, you know, she was against him back in the Lindsay vote. You know, how interesting to see these lines drawn and see these people who are very, very adamantly, you know, against people possibly moving to those sides this late in the game and not flipping. Because they, they had opportunities to probably both of them take out the people that they don't like. I agree. You know, I mean, Dan still did, but Dan was really thinking about it. And I was surprised that Dan blew up at his four person, at the four person uh, Rodney Alliance. I don't know about you, but I can't help but keep thinking back to when the merge first happened and... 
Kelly got voted out. Mm-hmm. And how different this game would be right now had they all voted for Mike instead of Kelly. Or Rodney. Or Rodney, for that matter. One of the blues, one of the men. I still didn't understand the logic behind ousting Kelly at that point. Like, Jen probably would still be in the game. Yeah. Same with Haley and Joe. I think I think that's a really good possibility. Like, I mean, I've seen a lot of that conversation on Survivor fan sites and whatnot, and I kind of just wanted to bring it to the table and see what you thought because no, I I agree. I mean, I think this game would radically. I think this is definitely the one that I always think of. uh, Just to go back to Survivor Australia, Mm -hmm. is the post merge after first of all, Michael Supkin gets uh, injured, and uh, both tribes when they merge five and five, it was five and five, and they ended up getting rid. We mentioned you know. How, how much we like Jeff Varner. Mm-hmm. Jeff Varner got uh, taken out in a tiebreaker back then because the tiebreaker was people who voted against you and Kimmy Kappenberg revealed to the other tribe, uh, I can't remember the names of the tribe right now, that um, Jeff had a vote against him. Yep. So, That's the only uh, reason why Jeff went home. And I think, uh, I think that was a huge one. That was an absolutely huge Which, one. Not to, to flip, uh, flip the script for a second, but I know a lot of people out there know that one of the upcoming seasons of Survivor are going to be voted by the fans yeah. of who the cast will be. There's speculation that uh, Kimmy Kappenberg and Jeff Varner are on, going to be on that list mm. of people to vote for. So I can see why, because they already have... <laughs> that kind of relationship all these years later. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Very interesting. But anyway, so let's talk about, let's, let's move on to tribal because we don't have much time left anyway. Uh, first of all, I love Will, Will at the end of, uh, immunity challenge is like, this is going to be the best tribal ever. I would say this definitely is one of the best tribals ever. Uh, bring the popcorn, which we're running we out, have but it. we got some popcorn. Uh, so, all right, let's talk about Will again because, Holy crap, man. I mean, we mentioned a little bit about Shireen talking about the personal attack, but I, I just wanted to slap Will when he kept saying, no, I didn't personally attack you. I didn't personally attack you. Nope. That was so disgusting. Mm. It was just, he was laughing. He, he was evil. Show was... any respect towards Shireen whatsoever. Yeah. I mean, if someone's already down and they're crying, hear them out. Mm. Don't be an ass. Yeah. And that's exactly what Will was doing. I, again, so proud of Shireen. Yeah. Love her. She's great. Great in the game. She stood up for herself, and I, I'll give her that. I, again, you know, she said nobody else really stood up for me in that moment, and I think that's true. It's a little sad in a way, but you know, what what are you going to do uh, about it? But we'll, you know, we'll just saying that's true. That's not a personal attack. That's not a personal attack. That's not a personal attack. And uh, I'm just speaking the truth. And and did he say he was religious too? I think he kind of mentioned. Well, he, he said the God, uh, you know, the God uh, recognizes ugly or whatever. Well, and, well, Shireen said I, that I need to pray to my God every night, and Will goes, which is true like come on yeah it was oh well yeah it was it was it was really mean but anyway um will being a jackass dan i think being very eloquent at tribal about his situation about what's going on and uh yeah i mean and and rodney getting heated up a little bit at mike again (laughs) mike definitely's got fangs you know he'll he'll bite back you know it's just really funny seeing him seeing him talk and seeing seeing he had some really good lines this episode too he skipped past in the first fight but um the first argument you better relax you know what you know you're tripping but um i did not know i mean we we stopped really quickly like we did last week with jeff who's not here by the way i should have said uh jeff will be back next week jeff therm and uh we we both didn't have a clue who was going home i had no clue no clue that's why part of me wished that when Shireen opened up about her life and like why she was so emotional and why it really hit home, mm-hmm. I was kind of hoping people would be like, anyone else? Like, let's just get rid of Will because that is uncalled for. And mm-hmm. he did take it beyond the game. And 
It would have been nice to just see people blindside Will, mm. for crying out loud. But, but it would have been nice to have seen that. Uh, but the way the votes fell, we had to rewind when they were playing the votes yeah. after Jen was voted out and doing her little and exit also interview. And also your Jen's exit interview, because I thought it was funny. It's such a good exit interview. But <laughs> you and I had to rewind it like two or three times just to see who Mike and Shireen voted for. Yeah. And I think that's why I'm so surprised, because they, they both voted for Jen, mm. which I did not see coming. I did not expect that. I didn't understand why. So it'll be curious to know why they voted for Jen. I want to hear why. Well, I mean, we saw last week that Jen wanted out of the game. And True. she seemed to have some life in her this game. She wanted to stay in and mess or, you know, screw people up. So my only thought is that maybe Shireen obviously really wants to stay in the game. Mm-hmm. And my guess is at the end, uh, you know, Jen was like, look, you know what? There's a small chance that you might go, especially because of Will. So I'm willing to sacrifice myself, and Shireen and Mike took that opportunity to save Shireen. Yeah, you know that's the only thing I could think of. Because and maybe they, maybe Jenna, the beginning of Tribal Council, which of course we don't see because of the edit, was like, "Hey, you guys, you know, what? I just want to go home." Yeah, we we really are at the bottom. And rather than producers choosing to show that test because yeah. it wouldn't be that exciting of an episode, they probably just left I'm it sure out. I'm sure we'll find out in post interviews exactly what went on with that. But I, that would be my guess that Shireen was just trying to save herself, and Jen was okay. Jen was okay with it when Jen got voted out. Jen was just smiling. She was very very cordial. Goodbye, guys. Play nice. I cannot wait to see Jen the day after and the Ponderosa videos. <laughs> I can't either. So I'm, I'm, I'm heartbroken, honestly. I, I really liked Jen. Uh, you know, last week I think, you know, lost a couple of points with the whole wanting to quit thing, but seeing, seeing some new life in her, mm-hmm. I thought was really, really awesome. Uh, it was a little sad to see her go. We have one red left, one no collar left, and, uh, yeah, it's the worst one. You should not be named. Uh, you know, so, <laughs> Uh, I believe we pretty much talked about everything. So before you know, we talk about scenes from next week, which we will in a second, um, let me ask you one thing. Yeah. So at this point, we, we both feel like Will's been really a non-factor. Mm-hmm. And he's just been lame. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, you know, probably an easy person to vote out. Right. At this stage in the game, do you keep someone like Will because he said those words? He was so freaking rude and mean. Especially when you see all the no-callers that are already lined up. And you, you figure Shireen might be one of the next ones there. Do you keep Will in the game for, like, the final two? Uh, hmm. That's a tough call because I feel like this this group is such big super fans that they are probably want to go to the end with people that are going to put up a good fight. You know? Well, Rodney he, said he didn't want to. Rodney said this, if this wasn't Survivor, I'd go toe-to-toe with the best guy. But, yeah. I just don't see, I don't see Rodney making it to the end. Okay. I think that if... In the final, it's going to be people who actually played the game hard, yeah, and both are going to be deserving. I mean, because we've seen we've seen Will and Dan definitely ruffle some feathers. Mm-hmm. Rodney is a bit abrasive, so I mean, I'm sure that the other fans, you know, the other super fans on the show, uh, might be trying to figure out at this point who they want to align themselves with the final three. Right. Um, I just want to bring that up, even though it's kind of part of predictions. Let's officially go into predictions. Prediction. And now you're after Buzz TV. Predictions. You really like that popcorn. Oh, I'm obsessed with it. It tastes so good. It's so fitting, and I fig- figured it needed to be empty before our show ended. Before our show ended? <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. Uh, okay, so, 
Before we go on, because something big happened uh, in scenes from next week, this is a spoiler alert. This is a warning that we're going to probably talk about scenes. <laughs> spoiler alert! Oh, Thank spoiler. you, Marissa, our engineer. <laughs> uh, this is, you know, for those of you who do not like to know what happens uh, in the following weeks, this is your opportunity to tune out for a little bit right now. You can join us at the very end for the outro, or, or you know, you hopefully have our Twitter addresses. Follow us on Twitter. Uh, so, you know, I always wonder about this. Uh, Based on what we saw, you know, I always wonder about people's possessions. I always think it's taboo and it's weird for people to start searching through people's possessions. But right. we see Tyler searching Dan's bag, and Tyler finds the medallion of power, the two votes. So, what do you think about that? Here's the thing: it's so hit or miss for me. Like, I don't even know how to form a thought on it. Yeah, because part of me is it's great gameplay, no harm, no foul. But the end, at the end of the day, it's also like. I would not want anyone to go through my belongings. Yeah. Even if I didn't have anything in it. Like, just don't touch my stuff, because that's my stuff. Mm. And that's that. See, that would set me off. I mean, I have to admit, that would set me off. Like, I, I'm not a violent person, but I would be like, that would be something to be like, oh, you're touching my stuff. It's like you're touching me. It's uh-huh. like a physical affront to me. So I think because Tyler will search through it, it might be what ultimately sends Dan home next week, mm. even with the two votes. Yeah. Um, but I just, I don't know. I just think it was really low I, of Tyler to, mm. I just, we don't even see what happens yet, but I just, I don't know if I could look through someone else's bag. Yeah, me neither. I want to know unless someone was in the situation, but. Mm-hmm. What do you think? No harm, no foul. I mean, it's gameplay. It makes me a little, oh, it makes me uncomfortable that it happened, but you should also know 30 seasons of Survivor. Yeah. Don't leave your crap Ryan alone. That's true, too. Just don't so, leave it lying around. So really quick, because we're about to wrap up, uh, do we see Dan... You know, Dan said, if I go against Mike and I'm wrong, I'm going to regret it for the rest of my life. Do we see Dan and Sierra going back with Mike? Uh, do we see that happening again? Um, I kind of hope so. Yeah. Because I just like Mike and Shireen, and I would hate to see them go home anytime soon. Okay. I think Dan's going to go home next week, though. I think once the word gets out that there's power... He might go home. Or Tyler might use it to his advantage and keep Dan in the game. Mike might flip. I mean, not Mike. Uh, uh, Tyler, if, if Dan flips back and Tyler and Carolyn find out, they might also flip just to save themselves. Yeah. They might try and do it in game too. Next week will be int- I mean, we didn't know who was going home tonight. Yeah. I mean, no matter what we predict, when we watched it up, but I think Shireen's safe for another week. She, her, and Mike seem to be on low on a totem pole. But I think, I think Shireen's safe. We'll see. But I think they'll surprise us, both of them. Okay. Well, thank you so much, guys, for uh, tuning in to another episode of the Survivor After Show here on After Buzz. James Wallington, where can we find you during the week? You can find me on Twitter at James Wallington, on Instagram at James Wallington, on YouTube, my new YouTube channel called Where's Wallington. It's Mm -hmm. me vlogging about all my travel and adventure. So make sure you check that out and subscribe. And last but not least, I also am the host of the Amazing Race After Show every Monday at 4 p.m. right here on AfterBuzzTV.com. Awesome. And guys, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Nandovel, N-A-N-D-O-V-E-L. You can also find me here at AfterBuzz for a bunch of other shows. Uh, tune in next week. We're going to have another exciting show. And Jeff Thurm will be here. You can reach him. I believe it's Jeff underscore Thurm. Yeah. I believe that's what it is. But anyway, thank you so much, and we'll catch you next time. Bye-bye. Bye, guys. From executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff we would like to thank you for listening to the afterbuzz tv network to watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions be sure to visit afterbuzztv.com i'm sir richard wentworth and this has been a presentation of afterbuzz tv buzz you later the views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of afterbuzz tv or its owners or principals